I mean, you can you can tell me if I'm wrong here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that will go down well. Welcome to today's podcast episode. I have a very special guest joining me in studio. Hello. (laughs) Brendan is jumping in for this podcast. Today, the day that you're listening to this episode, is our moving day. We're moving. We've had like a week's notice that we're moving. A week-ish? Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. It's been sort of back and forth and yeah. So we've had our eye on different properties to move to. We're still in the renting world and we haven't just, like we've gone and looked at other properties. Nothing's really clicked and felt like our home. Yes. There was one place that we looked at recently that we both really loved, but it was right across the road from some new construction that was commencing. It was brand new. No one had lived in it. Yeah. And it was like like a beautiful house. Yeah. But I had so much apprehension around it because of that construction that was about to commence. Straight across the street. Straight across the street for a couple of reasons, like the obvious one. Noise. Noise in terms of recording podcasts. Traffic. But I have like PTSD from living next door to a building Building site. Building site. Yes. Scarred. So scarred. It's the noise. It's the traffic. It's everything. It's like dealing with- The dust, the swearing, the music- all of the carry-on that happens. And the real estate agent was lovely. And she's like, oh, that construction, it won't be a big problem, blah, blah, blah. It's a while away. It's a while away. And then I rode up there to have a look. And then- um, They'd started clearing. Yeah. The the construction company was across the street. And I said, when are you going to start? And he's like, oh, we're starting today. A little funny that. (laughs) And when are you going to finish? Yeah, 2024. Third quarter next year. Oh. (laughs) But what was interesting, I think, we were approved for that house. Straight away. Straight away. But I was really like, let's not pay the bond yet. Let's not pay the bond yet. You're definitely on the fence. I think you knew deep down, you're like, that's not it. Yes, but- we were trying, I think, to talk ourselves into it a little bit and you're very much glass half full. So you were like, look, we can soundproof it. We can do all of these things. But And I'd buy into it and then I'd be like, oh, there's just something. And we really held off on yeah. transferring any money or signing any documents. I think that's one thing as much as we really wanted to feel like home with a few of the noise things that have held you up here where we live now, it's like you really need a space where you can just zen out, do your pods, no interruptions, quiet. Yeah. And privacy. Like I think like the nature of the beast of trying to record a podcast at home does mean there are times when you have to be flexible and it is annoying. Like it's annoying when there's, you know, the neighbors fire up their mower and all those sorts of things, but it's just how it is. Um, so anyway, we both were very torn about that other property. Do we do it? Do we not do it? And then when they said, look, you've missed out on this one, I didn't feel devastated. So I was like, oh, that was the right thing. I can go back to sleep now. Yeah, there was was a reason, obviously. It's almost like um, it was almost like bringing us more stress and anxiety thinking about it 
But then once we heard that we didn't get it, we were like calm. We are just like, ah. Yeah, like, well, once the decision's yeah. taken away from you, it's that mental load of knowing you've got to make a decision and it's like, ugh, what's the That's right decision? Yeah. yeah. Just quickly, a word from today's sponsors. Unless, of course, you're one of our Venti members. In that case, there are no ads and your episode is about to keep playing. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So anyway, we've looked at other properties and then a house came up for rent like two streets away from where we are now. Yeah. And we were out, were we out at dinner? We were out at dinner with Steph and Will, I think, and then we drove to that house straight away to have a look at it. Yeah, we drove past it. We drove in and parked in the driveway and had a look at the property. Yeah, we were on our way home. Yeah, and you were like, this is it. This is the family home. And I felt the same way. But, you know, maybe we're even jumping the gun a little bit. I think it might be worth touching on the fact that we had spoken about moving more towards where you had been living, like more towards the Gold Coast. Yeah. Just in terms of um, not only like I suppose like in a not a selfish way, but like my work, a lot of that's based on in Brisbane, Gold Coast, and even like Sunny Coast. Yeah. But I think more more things for the boys to do on rainy days and stuff like that, but – it's definitely something we've discussed a lot was like, okay, let's look at properties on the Gold Coast. It makes sense because there's more infrastructure for the kids. We can get them both into a bigger school. It's closer for your work. I can work from home, all of those sorts of things. And so we were looking at homes on the Gold Coast because I think it's like trying to make a compromise of keeping everyone happy, mm. like something that's not too far and all of those things. But then when we kind of sat down and started plotting things out and I said, look, well, we wouldn't be moving the kids' school for like another year. So that would be a year of me doing school drop-offs where it like adds an hour to my day of dropping kids to and from school and my day is already short. Like I think that that would stress me out and really having a very honest conversations about the sacrifices that you and I are making to make a family unit mm. work. Because I hated the thought of you having to drive extra every morning to get the boys to and from school because your work, your work day is short enough. Yeah, and I think we just had to be really honest in playing it out and me going like that would actually frustrate me adding that to my already, like taking mm. away from my already short work day. We had lots of conversations about. Good, raw, honest conversations. Like it was yeah. It was nice. Yeah, and we've had to have those conversations because there are seasons of sacrifice when it comes to all family units and in particular all relationships too, friendships, yeah. Rela yeah, lovers like every sort of relationship it's always there's parts of sacrifice. Yeah. And I guess like in blending a family there's been a lot of sacrifice for you in terms of 
you have moved away from the area you much prefer to live in. You folded into our lives because it made sense in terms of, you know, like what's we, easier and what's better for the family unit. Yeah, like the boys and I couldn't pack up and move into your apartment, so you moved in with us. But with that comes sacrifice. It's selling your stuff. It's giving up, you know, the things that you value, such as being close to restaurants and cafes and accessibilities, work, gym. There's a lot that you folded to be able to make the family unit work and having that conversation about like, well, what does that actually do to the family unit, like that level of sacrifice and how can we support what you need as well? And something you brought up was, you know, this home in particular has never really felt like a home base for you. Yeah, because I sort of moved in with you and the boys. Yeah, and so you had gotten rid of all of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, and you you and I, we're both Cancerians and I'm not super woo-woo, but I do think as a star sign, Cancerians tend to love their home base. They need something that feels very safe, very secure and very much like them. And I think that's been something you and I have realized is like, oh, this house in particular hasn't felt like that for you. And there are a few reasons for that. Like I chose this house thinking it was the boys and I only. And so this house has a lot of visibility, right? Like I can see into the boys' rooms from the kitchen. The boys can kind of see into our bedroom. There's no door on the ensuite. There's, you know, the master backs onto the kitchen. Like there are lots of things that now having another adult in the house, it doesn't always work for all of us. But even walking past the main... um... We're both sitting here with our eyes watering because we have Lou in the office and she's stinky. Yeah. She keeps letting little trumpets go and it is like the most toxic eye-watering. It's getting stronger. It's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like even privacy when the boys walk past the the main bedroom, like they can see straight in, like there's no privacy in the main And not just for us, like not just for you, for them as well. Because from the kitchen, you can see into their bathroom. And the toilet. And and the laundry. And it's... One of their rooms. and like Yeah. And they're still like as comfortable as they are with you. And as much as they love you, like you were applying um, school saw cream to one of their legs the other day. Like they're so comfortable with you in their physical space. They're not comfortable, of course, running naked from their bathroom to no. their bedroom like they would be if it's just me. Mm. And so it's all of these things that I'm like, oh, I can see this doesn't work perfectly for the family unit. What are the things that we need? And so I guess in terms of like season of sacrifice. It's my turn. It's your turn. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Like I can, yeah. I've just got to alter certain things and. There's there's more things that I want to focus on at the moment with career-wise and things like that. And We also, I think, have had a lot of conversation about how you can look after yourself in the family unit too because, you know, when we first got together, something I remember saying to you is like, you can't say yes to them all the time, not in the way of spoiling them because no. you're actually very um, – you don't spoil them in that way, but yes, in the way of 
Brian, do you want to go for a swim? Yes. Do you want to go for a bike ride? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to do it? I spoil them with attention and time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Which I, yeah. I didn't feel like I needed to, but I wanted to because they didn't really have that. that yeah. Uh, yeah. And you have, like, you've brought so much fun and so much uh, love into their lives. But and their I, confidence. Oh, their confidence. Massive amounts. Like some of the stuff they do now, like when I first met them, I'm like, there's no way in hell you'd ever do that. But yeah, we'll go to rock pools and they'll jump off the highest point now and yeah, like fearless. Which does directly come from you. And, you know, digressing for a moment, when my mum and I reconnected recently and she has begun spending more time with us and more time with the boys, she said to me, remember how she'd had a few drinks one night? She's like, I love Brendan. I've never seen the boys so happy. The boys are the best they've ever been. You know, look at what they're eating. Look at what they're doing. Look at how happy the boys are. She's like, Brendan's amazing for them. And how, what about me? Like I got my back up and I was like, this would be fucking right. Misogyny, <laughs> patriarchy. My mum sees the boys happy and she's all like, a man must have done that. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. But there is definitely so much truth to it in terms of you've transformed their confidence. But back to what I was saying is... Can I just... No. It's my podcast. Of course, what you were saying. But in saying that, I think you being happier within a relationship has also brought out more happiness within you and being around the boys. So I think they feed off that too. So it's not just me. Maybe me coming into the equation has brought some happiness into the, the family, but you being happier definitely... Yeah, they, 100%. they pick up on that energy like mum's happier, she seems happier, she's got safety, yes. so mum can relax a little bit now and she can be happy and then we can just be kids again. But yeah. I found when we first met, they were very um, protective of you and they'd sort of shelter you and like I did that with my mum and like no matter – what I had to do, like I was always protective of my mum and even like mum jokes when I was a kid, hated mum jokes. Like I'd snap or I'd just walk off or anything like that. So it's not just me. It's I think we're both blended well and it's brought happiness to the boys. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a really like astute observation because of the nature of going through a divorce and, you know, difficulties that came along with that. You're right. The boys were like highly tuned to me, like looking to me to see how I was in terms of, you know, like, is mum okay? Is mum okay? Is mum okay? Like always just vigilant. And that's 
one of the downsides, I think, of going through a divorce is that sometimes kids take on a much older responsibility and they are worrying about adult problems mm-hmm. and not kid problems. And you're right in what you're saying. Like, you know, yes, you've brought confidence and things like that into their life, but there is an element of them going, oh, mum's happy and mum feels good. Mum's okay. And so they can relax. Because yeah. they saw you so upset. Yeah. And... Like you, you, like that, your support system. Yeah, and you don't want your kids to be your support system, but by default, they just kind of take on that yeah. role, no matter how much you try and protect them from it. Kids are so smart; mm. they're so intuitive. So even even if we have like little conversations that might look different to kids, but one of them picks up on it. And oh, like, they're on high alert you, all the time. Are, are you, you okay? guys okay? Yeah. Like. But yeah. um, no, we're just chatting about something like it's okay. Oh, okay, sweet. So yeah. They, they're like little radars. They pick up on it. Little antennas, yeah. But that's something. So when you first moved in, I remember saying to you, Bren, I love how much you love them. But at some point you're going to burn out if you keep saying yes to everything they want you to do. And I would say to you, you need to do things for yourself. And I think one of your kind of – personality traits is you're either all in or all out you know it's foot flat to the floor foot off the pedal and so with us it's been foot flat to the floor and in trying to I think talk with you about like longevity and also looking after yourself there are times when you've got to lift your pedal off the accelerator and say actually I am gonna go to Sydney to see my family and have some time for myself or I am gonna go to the bedroom and scroll on my phone for half an hour and just have a bit of a breather. Yeah. And that's been something you've kind of had to develop that skill of like a boundary for yourself. Yeah. And I am getting better, but I think it's hard to to always do it though. It doesn't come naturally no, to you n- at all. No, I'm yeah. always focused on what everyone else might need from me. Yes. And even I think that there's like a – I mean, you can you can tell me if I'm wrong here. Okay. Okay. That will go down well. <laughs> <laughs> like almost obligation where you have felt like there is space here that needs to be filled so you feel obligated to step in and do the most in terms of like, yeah, just really being super, super there for the kids. And I've had to kind of say to you, you don't have to sit in for every single bedtime story if you need to tap out, like that is okay for you to tap out. It is okay for you to go for a walk on your own. It is okay for you to do the things that you need to do as well. I think growing up without a dad, I know what it feels like. I don't feel obligated, but I feel the need to want to be there to be a really good dad for him because I know how much it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why. And I think that experience of you growing up without having your dad in the picture at all and just having your mum and your nan has been one of the reasons that we've thrived in terms of blending because you have an inherent understanding of the sacred bond between mother and child. Very rarely, like very, very rarely do I ever feel caught between you and the kids in terms of my loyalty because I know that you know my loyalties to the kids. Of course. Like, I never feel any pressure from you to be like, oh, wow. Like, and that's what I hear from blended families. It's like often 
the parent with the child can feel conflicted about who they're meant to support, who they're meant to love more, who they're meant to look after. Whereas because you've had that experience of having just you and your mum, you've always been very respectful of the bond that I have with the boys and I've never felt any pressure from you to be like, pick me. There's just none of that, which I think because I've not experienced it, I almost forget to address that Mm. at times. I don't think there's anything more beautiful than a bond with your kid. And I think as much as me and my mum, I don't know how you'd word it, have, have like had our differences or what we went to, what we went through together. Like I knew, like once I moved out of home and I'd come back once a week and we'd have dinner together, like a, a little date night, like that bond was so much stronger is because I was away from the yeah. hurt that was happening. But like, yeah, like from the get go to the end, like nothing will ever replace that relationship. And I understand that with you and the boys is that, yeah, like nothing. I don't think that there's any other bond or loyalty like parents. Yeah. And I never feel any pressure from you. And I think something, and maybe we should do like a whole step parenting, blending family podcast specifically, but I was thinking about it even the other day, like even if there's little micro moments where I might look at you or I might say to you, hey, like maybe we don't word it this way or we don't do that because I think that that's impacting, you know what I mean? Like little things pop up, particularly because you're such a joker. Mm. And one of the boys does struggle to understand sarcasm. And so there are little moments where I might look at you and be like, oh, I think that you know, maybe that was a bridge too far for him. And you're never like, get your back up about it. Like you'll always say to me, oh, like, like, oh, cool. Yeah, I can see that. And I just won't do that again. And then you'll address it with him. Like, I'm not talking about, there's nothing bad, but you know no, what I mean? Like, I, I fully little, understand that. Little jokes the, yeah. where I might look at you and say, oh, I don't think that landed with him because I'll catch a look on his face. And I'll say that to you. And you never say to me, Oh, like get miserable about it. You're like, okay, cool. Thanks for the intel. And you'll clear it up in the spot. Like you've known them for nine years. I've known them for just under two. Yeah. Yeah. So like you understand them more. And at the end of the day, as hard as it is, like they aren't mine, but I love them like mine, but I want them to feel comfortable. So if I can be better at the way I word things or be around him, then I think we'll build a better relationship that way. Yeah, and they are both obsessed with you. Even this morning I said, right, do you want mum or Bren to drop you to school? Bren. (laughs) (laughs) Mum doesn't exist. Perfect. (laughs) Copy time. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we're moving house because that's been something that I recognise for you. It's been tricky folding in here. I also recognize that there are certain limitations in this house that are causing not issues, but it's just like, oh, it would be nice if we didn't have to worry about that. Mm. So we found this property. We viewed it as soon as we walked in the doors. Like I turned and looked at you and I was like, oh, this feels like home. And we walked out. I'm like, that's ours. You're like, really? I'm like, yeah, we'll get that. Because there were so many people there viewing that property as well. Um, But, yeah, we got approved for it. It ticks pretty much all the boxes. And then some. And then some. And that was something, right? So back to like moving to the Gold Coast, 
we'd had those conversations and I had said to you, one of my fears is I'm apprehensive to uproot the children and move them because if I move to the coast and, you know, God forbid we don't work out, I'm going to be resentful and I'm going to be annoyed that I moved to the coast. And I think in having those conversations, like just laying it all out and me being like, no, I think it's better to keep the kids here, even though you and I, you know, can see the advantages of moving them. I think right now where we're at is a better spot. And you were really good. Like you were like, okay, cool. I get that. Let's keep them in this area until high school. So again, that's like the season of sacrifice that you're willing to make. But in terms of like making it work for all of us, we did say like, let's find somewhere that feels more like home for all of us then. Yeah. And what else can we do to support you in making sure that it feels like home for you? Yeah. So this place feels like home. It does. It's beautiful. I'm very excited. It's got a fireplace. And a bigger studio for you, like a proper studio. And a garage that I'll be able to use the stair mill. Yep. Boys have a room each. Then there's a guest room. The main's massive, beautiful pool, a better fitted yard, so I don't have to mow under a trampoline anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> I think death. while it can be annoying to move, like I definitely don't love the moving process. I don't hate it, but I, I don't love the mental load of like all of the things you've got to manage. The fact that this place is so close to where we live now feels so good. I have no hesitations about this place because, you know, in terms of keeping the boys stable, they know these streets. They run, you know, like they get on their bikes and they have friends and it's all very exciting. More routine. Yeah. A bit more confidence than out on their own and stuff. So that's us. We're moving. Done and done. The house is chaotic. Yep. Yeah. Dust everywhere. Your favorite. <sighs> Is there anything else you wanted to add to the conversation? I think we nailed it. Yeah. That's it. That's us in a nutshell. So next time we speak, we'll be in the new studio. Yeah. I said to Bren just before, oh, on stories I mentioned that we're moving house and I've had people message saying, you didn't make an announcement that you're moving. I'm like, oh, no, like I didn't make an announcement. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, we are. And so if you're listening to this in real time, Monday's our moving day. Today's the day. Fingers crossed for a smooth transition. It'll be easy. You have all the confidence in the world, don't you? Yeah, someone's got to. Yeah. And actually something we've done a little bit with this move is like, making it clear who's in charge of what. Like I said, oh, the internet really stresses me out because when I moved last time, I had months without the internet and you were like, great, I'll take that on. Like, I'll deal with this. And I was like, I'm worried about finding movers because the last movers I had were crap. And you said, like, I'll take on that. So it's been... Team effort. And it's been really nice. And even that team effort stuff, like I said to you last night while we were in the kitchen cooking the kids' dinner... You were on, like, you were cooking... Pasta and chicken. Pasta and chicken, and I was making our salsa and salad and whatever else. And I was like, it's really nice to have a teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get a good routine, and I think we blend and feed off each other well, everything seems a little bit easier. We know. Yeah. We know each other, I guess. Well, 
Thanks for sitting down and joining me for our moving announcement. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, team. I appreciate you guys listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, you can slide into my DMs and let me know. Other than that, that's all, right? Maybe what you guys would like us to talk about. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, like you said in your relationship episode, like things aren't always easy. Oh, yeah. So I recorded that episode that's titled, This Relationship is Not Easy. Brendan messaged me and he's like, hmm, relationship podcast was good. But I'd, I'd flagged with you that I'd spoken about yeah. it all because it's not, and I think, that's something, right? Like mm. people see us and they're like, oh, that's a cute TikTok. That's a cute Reels clip. It must just be so easy breezy for them. It's not. And certainly not when you're blending with children and there are co-parenting things and it's tricky. million things, yeah. It's really tricky. So if, if there's something that you want us to chat about, jump into Kylie's DMs and just mention like I might be struggling with this and we might be able to relate and – Mm. Have a chat about it or blending or step parenting or... Maybe we should do a and a for asking you questions about blending specifically. Uh-oh. No? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. All right. I'm happy to do it. You're always willing to jump on in, aren't you? Yeah. Got to help the family. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for doing this with me today. No worries. Okay, we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Today's podcast episode was recorded on the land of the Bunjalung Nation. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.